Welcome to the Trophies and Medals podcast where we discuss sports, fashion, music, and entertainment. Where trophies are temporary and medals are forever. What side are you on? Fellas, man, it's me, Dubsy. Season two, episode one. I'm on with Brian. Brian talking about man, they ain't got no fans. They ain't watching no game. How you gonna watch? I'm I'm paying for cable already, and I'm watching these dudes play some full court basketball, like they playing on fifty one. What's up with that? Ain't got no excitement. I don't, I turn my head, somebody dunk, ain't nobody going to let me know. I ain't, I ain't got time for that. Welcome to the Trophies and Medals podcast. It's your boy Batman here with the Eftide crew. Uh, first, I would like to introduce a special guest. We have Jimmy Robichaud, uh host of the 742 Flight podcast. Um, then we have Raheem Godel with the S-Curl. Eb Ty King and Tony Love. What's up, fellas? So quarantine and chill. Quarantine and chill. (laughs) (laughs) First thing first, uh, Jimmy, we want to play this little game. uh, Basically, when we have a guest, so we can let the fan base know um, who we're dealing with. So we have this game we call "How Five O Four Are You." So I'm gonna give you a list of five questions. You have to answer one or the other. Hold up. Oh, that's that's something for Tony Love. Down. I don't know what's going on at his house. He hit the mute button. That was, my, so, that was my theme music as I walked down the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait. know what you're saying? Guilty. Oh, I was saying the zero. No, I'm saying like you know, we, we know. So, um. So, yeah, we play this game called How 504 Are You? Uh, yeah. Basically, a list of five questions. You have to answer one or the other. Uh, and that let us know what we're dealing with, what kind of mentality you have. So, so uh, let's get started. So, first things first, Saints or Pelicans? Saints. All right. Southern or Gramlin? Got to pick one. I, so, here's the thing. Uh, I, I, we don't need no explanation. We just need an answer. <laughs> just because I'm an asshole, I say ground it. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, you definitely be an asshole on that one. No doubt. Respect. <laughs> Cash money or no limit? Cash money. All right. With that, who's your favorite hot boy? Uh, BG. It's two in a oh, row. Oh, we got, a, got another one. Yeah, another ignorant one. All right. I but only before, only before, the, only, only when he was on heroin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 super. We got super. Yeah, super when he got sober, yeah, it's, you know. Ain't the same. 
Yeah, it just ain't the same. But but during that hot boy era, yeah, yeah, BG. All right. Uh, brown liquor or white liquor? Uh, brown liquor. And last, Men's Society or Boys in the Hood? Actually, pretty dope, but I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Menace to Society. All right, why you say Menace? Um, because <clears throat> Boys in the Hood was whack. Oh, shit. I, say it was whack. <laughs> I think it, I think it kind of romanticized the idea of being in like a hood, whereas Menace was just like, look, like he said, um. I probably went to school half the time or something like that, you know, and I'm not going to use none of this bullshit when I graduate. Like, that's how you, that's how some people actually feel. Like, when you grow up in certain neighborhoods, like small towns, or you grow up in certain just environments, the idea isn't that you're going to graduate from high school. It's Mm -hmm. what college you're going to go to. You know what I mean? But in minutes, it was just like, Man, I just barely graduated from high school. Like, that's that's the reality sometimes. That's what's up. Right, right. That's what's up. So, moving on. So, yeah. So, we kind of know what we're dealing with. We got <clears throat> BG, Brown Liquor, uh, and Menace. So, uh, yeah, we, we know just what let y'all, Just let y'all know he was a, a, a bouncer at one point. So, that, that answers those questions. All the aggressions. Yeah. yeah, all the aggression is see. real. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I already, I said, I see where this going. So, I saw this roadhouse. I, I was a bouncer <laughs> before I was before I was a corrections officer. Oh wow! Oh, and kind then, of aggression on top of aggression. All right. Respect. And then I started working at a mental hospital. You know, saying Sarah Connors. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> we, we'll talk about that later. We'll get to that later. <laughs> right, right, right. I got you. <laughs> All right, so uh, so moving on. So that's a great segue uh, as far as knowing what we're dealing with. Um, but one of the main reasons I had him on is that he's also a fellow podcaster. Uh, he started at the same time as us with the Flight 742 podcast. So uh, just give us a little uh, background, how you came up with the idea, how you got started. Uh, basically, uh, the name concept came from... Um, <clears throat> In the Air Force, well, let me preference by saying that I, I did eight years uh, in the United States Air Force. Fellow uh, oh, Airman. I was, <laughs> well, I worked in the maintenance group. I basically worked on ejection sheets um, <clears throat> or just in the cockpit of the planes. Um, prior to that, uh, in basic training, what they do is they break you all up into what's called flights. Uh, I think like Marines or whatever they call them, platoons, et cetera, et cetera. But for um, the Air Force, it's called flight. My particular flight was uh, called Flight 742. Now, the reason that that's significant with my podcast is because it's not, my podcast doesn't just cover just one particular thing. Um, I talk about sports, I talk about politics, I talk about black love, um, I talk about just uh, just different things of, like that. So it's not just one pigeonhole type thing. Um, <clears throat> again, going back to my flight, it was the first time coming from a small town that I was able to 
actually see and experience people from different cultures. So I got a lot of different things from different people that I just learned in that short time of being around them. Had a guy from Oregon, um, had some guys from like El Paso, Texas, you know, who were like first generation uh, uh, immigrants. So you're just learning and you're just getting all kinds of different things. And they even had a white guy that was from New Orleans that, you know, I got, I guess I got a different perspective of what the city uh, is or, or is to him from him being a white guy. So it's just different perspectives and different viewpoints. And I try to do that with my podcast where it's not just, I try not to like shoot down just one narrow lane, but mm-hmm. try to give both sides to uh, to each story. That's what's up. Hey, but um, I got the same story and I was in the same spot. I'm Air Force Two. And in a real situation, <clears throat> you saw them hoes. <laughs> and that shit changed your fucking mind. I was in San Antonio and I fell in love. And and, and I did supply. Medical. Okay. Medical. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> you know what's up. Medical. Medical and uh, security forces. Yep. I oh. Know. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Them stragglers. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, Where you went? Where did you, you go? Um, ironically. My shipping out date was September 11, 2001. Okay. I, I went in 99. So. That's what's up? Yeah. Them hoes. I don't know if anybody caught that date. Yeah. yeah I know. We yeah. caught that date. Yeah. We caught. We caught that. Yeah. I know you like, That's oh, crazy. the hell I just got myself into. Look. So that, yeah. <laughs> that made sense. Like, uh, that was that, that first semester you was out. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's crazy. Um. But yeah, you, you, that's one thing I have noticed. Your, your topic selection is, is you know, a wide range. You know, you take some, some light stuff. You take sports. You take some serious topics. Um, like I always say when I repost your shit, he speaks so well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, as you, you studied that in school when we was at school together. Uh, but we on some other shit, as you see. <laughs> Just in the intro, uh, you know, this is going to be a different vibe. But what, as far as what we do, we kind of, you know, same things, try to spread out sports, music, entertainment, stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, you're I already said, I, I'm ready to go, because shit, on my eyes, I try to be, you know, try to be as uniformed as possible. But over here, I can just, you can just go. Oh, clearly, oh, yeah, I you can, can just say whatever. Yeah, you can say whatever over here. All lines is across <laughs> over here. We habitual line crosses over here. Yeah, so it's about to get real, so. Um, I feel like a white person when they give them permission to say nigga. Like I'm accepted? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, we're looking out. So I can say you've been doing a great job with the, the podcast. We'll I've be checking, checking it out, out soon, too. You know, I've been checking that. it out. Like I said, this is a it's a good opportunity for you to not be so buttoned up. Boy, as you see, you probably you in the hooded today. You're probably recording oh, yeah. your podcast in the three piece suit, knowing you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's time to let them uh, let them football uh, days back out. So uh, speaking of moving on to the NFL, uh, big change in the CBA. Um, the players have agreed on a new CBA agreement. A couple of big things was 
now moving to 17 games played, two additional teams in the playoffs, um, minimum salaries are increased, and last but not least, players will not get suspended for fit flunking a test due to weed. So what y'all think about these changes coming up? That was the number one reason why it all passed because they said they're not going to get busted for weed. That was the main reason it passed ASAP. They can have everything else. When when this was introduced, uh, one of the stipulations for the 17-game season that uh, the players had to play at least 16. Was that still part of it? What do you mean at least play 16? At at least uh, least play 16 games. Like you you don't have to play the full 17. What'd you, what'd you say, Jimmy? Like load management for the NBA. Oh. That's a good call if they did do that, though. Hmm. But, I mean, uh, for them to do that to make sure that was in the loop. I didn't hear about that one, but that's that's very clever of them to put that in there. So, it's uh, – the other thing is the more playoff teams, that means more revenue for that team. I mean, just more games, period. That means more money for the owners. Uh, also, the players got a bigger share in the uh, revenue share, so that was another thing. Yeah, you know, they added two extra um, practice squad players, too. Yeah, the game day uh, roster is larger. That and, they, um, and even their pay scale went up, too, for the practice squad. Mm-hmm. So that was the thing with, with any potential holdout. It's not the stars that was going to be hurting. It was going to be those practice squad and and, and the, the like minimum, yeah. And that's you know, that's, and that's the yeah. ones that jumped on it ASAP. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually how you actually get it passed. As long as uh, NFL has a salary cap, things like this will never happen because you could always manipulate the guys that have the lower pay by offering them more pay. But the mm-hmm. guys who are getting paid more, they have a better understanding of how this thing is really a business and how this thing is going to play out. But as long as you stay at, like, keeping 75% of your league in the minimum status, you'll always, always win pass, you have yeah. bargains like that. It's only so many players that can afford to sit out. That's And, right. and until they go on strike again, they'll never get guaranteed contracts. We kind of had that conversation before, you know. And the people, and when I say sit out, it can't be a practice squad player. It has to be, it has to be a legit star. Got to be Mahomes. It got to be Russell Wilson, et cetera. So that's a good point. If if the minimum Actually, cats take up sixty plus percent, they gonna always win. Right. Well, it would actually be better news for the XFL also, as far as like that under league that's looking to increase revenue and also mm-hmm. players pay. And now you got, you can't go no higher than the base salary practice squad. Right. That's what well, XFL has to throw money at people to, uh, to come over there anyway, come over there. So you can kind of play that role of, do you want to be a practice squad guy and make this amount of money? Or do you want to actually play, play on TV and make this amount? So, um, that's kind of what the NFL had to do. I also think that they, the guys are going to wait um, to see if the XFL is even going to last and be a sustainable um, entity on its own because I could be just fine over here on this practice squad, you know, making that minimum salary. But then if I go to the XFL and they fold the same year I decide to sign, now yeah. somebody don't took my spot in the NFL. 
Now I got to start from scratch. Get that back. Yeah, you got to start from scratch, and you may not be able to get back. They might just even blackball you for even making that jump. Right. <clears throat> now, with, with the XFL, how many years y'all think it needs to last before you consider, you know, they, they got enough momentum five. to you five. Know, make, make this uh, yeah. Minimum five. Five. Well, you got, what, Steve Young showing up? You got uh, Cameron Jordan uh, doing announcements? You know what I'm saying? Like the NFL is behind it. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Yeah. I think. I think. Uh, I think. I think we need to look at the undercut of how the NFL is trying to influence it. Technically, or whatever. I can actually say that. I wouldn't be surprised if the practice squad automatically just start to go to X- XFL. Well, that's what I was going to say next. If they can do the 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 setup that they had with NFL Europe. Yeah, mm-hmm. the treated. Yeah, exactly. And treated like, like a farm system. Yeah, yeah treated like, like a farm system. system. And that, like that NFL Europe, that lasted a good while. They actually had some, like you said, NFL legit talent on there. Um, Dante Hall. Dante Hall. Kurt Warner. You know, Kurt Warner. That was another one, too. I'm thinking of a running back. There was another running back that was big there that came to the league and did some damage. But it's it's something that they should be able to utilize. And like you said, that they can set up something something to where they can go to XFL and still keep their roster spot. Then it's then it would be golden, but like uh, I actually had a theory about that. What? I, honestly, um, so I was looking at um the documentary Women of Troy, mm-hmm. and I was seeing how they talked about how the NBA embraced uh the WNBA, and that was the only way that the WNBA would have survived had it not been for the NBA, you know, supporting, supporting them as much them. as they did. And I noticed that anytime another football league comes in, the NFL does everything they can to try to squash it. It's like they want to be the only game in town. Like, we don't want a form system. We don't want, you know, some subsidiary that might just grow bigger than us and overtake our product. It's like we want to be the only game in town so we can control everything. And they shouldn't think like that because – because of one of the seasons when they're going to be playing, and then two, no, no other football league will ever take over the NFL. No, never. Exactly. Never. Not college. Not even college football. You know, what I'm saying college football can set up a March Madness or whatever you want to call it type style, and it still won't overthrow the NFL. Um, so to have that mentality, then. That's not going to be realistic for them to think like that. So yeah, I agree. It's uh, agree. that's not the mentality they should be having. But like you said, but you can see them having system. that for a long time, though. You can see them always having that mentality. But you can see they seeing the bigger picture now. I think yeah. the NBA is on them. Um, it's just the NBA been on the ass lately, Re- revenue wise and popularity wise. They seeing like they gonna have to change up some. Like with the G League is stepping up and everything for the NBA and stuff. So now they might be thinking maybe we need to expand football longer now by, you know, maybe backing up this XFL in our off season to kind of keep the momentum of football being the number one sport. Mm-hmm. But I also think the NFL is just, it's a young league. See, like other leagues, like, like baseball, hockey, all they've been around longer. So, they have a better understanding of how do you utilize a farm system like that. I think the NFL is just so scared to do it because 
they feel like they'll like what like what it was with the um, the AFL and the NFL that they'll have to merge with somebody and share the money. I just think they're mm-hmm. so scared of that, and it's like we've been on this road before. Yeah, they don't understand that you could actually pull from this league and make your league a lot better. Arrogant owners. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it comes down to: is owners yeah. that's been in the game forever, or is spoiled kids of the original owners. And they don't understand it and understand yeah. the potential in it. And, and, the, and the thing about the NFL, too, is that it's still local. It's not international. Right. You know, nobody right. cares about right. you know, football. And that's what the other leagues have over there. And they trying so hard you to know. go international, mm-hmm. but it's just still not clicking. You know, we <clears> had the games in London all the time. We had Mexico, but it still is not. Until world, we get a player. Worldwide. Until we get a player that dominates, I know we've had a couple, Chris Nicoye and uh, I think she, that might be it. That was like out outside of North America. That uh, that Tua. I think Tua could do it if he actually comes in and produces. I mean, but, but it's still he he'll yeah. bring that Polynesian Samoan. That's uh, true. Yeah, right. You already got that with uh, Palomalu. That's yeah. true. That's but it's yeah, different with a quarterback. Say, it's different with a quarterback. Well. Yeah. yeah. With a quarterback, though, you're right. Yeah, if Mariota would have yeah. panned out. Mariota, too. He could have done it. Our uh, throwback, Marcus Tuiasasopo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He really I see you on that pronunciation. <laughs> That's the Raiders. <laughs> wow. He really The really Raiders are the quarterback. Tuiasasopo. I used to love that. I know we're going to try that one. So yeah, it's a uh, I think it's an international. I think every other league has hit that as far as major league baseball and basketball. Uh, but until NFL get that one guy, I don't think they're going to expand more than what, where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. But so we, the question let's is- get back to this thing though, the weed. <clears throat> So what about players that have already been suspended or are currently suspended because of we, a.k.a. like Josh Gordon, if that's hey, old what. news. Can't worry about the past. Got to go forward. Well, that, 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 yeah, that suspension still hold up, though, until the new CBA get, goes into effect, right? Yep. So it should go down. It should go away afterwards. But as yeah. of now, uh-uh. Got to – um, you can't bring up the past. They're going to go forward. So – don't don't complain about that now. Just doesn't be happy you can go stack up. Go ahead and go start investing in it. Do you whatever you gotta do. But now you're good to go. But don't worry about the past. But Josh should be straight, finally. I do feel like while you can't give them the money back, I feel like you should expunge the record. So like it's not like a second offense or a third offense or a fourth offense. Whereas so they get buzzed for something else? Right. Stronger. So now it's yes. like his whole slate should be clean, though. If it was just weed. If it was weed that he was testing positive for. But it's, it's always a controlled substance. But see, that's my problem, though. So if you was getting busted for weed, and that's why you flunked previously, and then now you, you start taking something else, then you fucking it up. Like, just stick to weed. It's, <laughs> it's, it's legit now. So... Uh, but it's like, but it's like anything. So but it's like anything, the fun in doing it is because it's illegal. Right. Yeah. And you get away with it. Yeah, because yeah, even what, what was your boy that worked playing for the Cowboys just, what, the previous year stepped away because he couldn't smoke anymore. 
I can't think of his name. The, the right. receiver. No, the oh no, yeah. the um no the defensive no the lineman. Yeah, How are you talking about? I can't think of his name. Yeah, he, he you know he walked right in his in his prime. Stands since he couldn't, he just walked away. Oh, Ricky Ricky Williams was, doesn't look crazy now, huh? You can't think about it. <laughs> you want to put it he out? Always be, he always gonna be weird forever though, so ain't nothing gonna change that. Yeah, man. <laughs> be a different case. Ricky Williams don't seem weird right now. You know what I mean? Like, hey. Nah, he all no. He was always low weird, dude. That <laughs> just it don't matter. He was. It wasn't even about the weed. He, he just was different. He don't seem wrong, but he still seemed weird. Weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't wrong for the smoking. He wasn't wrong for the smoking at all. But he was just like you said, overall weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it does have its advantages of healing, you know. It just, oh, it does. You, you know, whatever ailment you feel, it, it don't hurt no more. So, what y'all think? The other part about it is the impact in the medical field. So, you got to think about all these companies probably making killing, selling these pain pills and such like that. So now players are going to be taking, you know, smoking, doing CBD, all that stuff as alternative. Now that is is clear. So now that's going to hurt them pockets for those private companies. I'm pretty sure that they have that's, you know, punching and out these pills. The no, NFL is still a, fa- a small fraction of a hit they're going to take compared to the masses of the whole United States that's on opioids. So yeah, this ain't gonna, this ain't hurting their pockets by no shape or form as long as these doctors are still prescribing it to them or they can find it illegally in the streets. So they ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. The bigger question I'll say is, what impact is going to actually have on college and, and high school football? True. No, not yeah, because so it's not under well, well, college is different, but high school, they're under 18, so they'll get in trouble. No, but, but players are getting flags, whether they're in <laughs> high school or college level, because they got busted for weed or, or well, whatever. It's Yeah, college, they're going to still probably penalize you for it because it's still, there's not, it's not legally in the whole United States. States. Yeah. So that's the catch that they can hit them with is that. And it's not an age. They don't have no age restraints on it. So that makes it even more trickier. Mm -hmm. So, but they're going to still bust them for it because they, you know, because of the the state why. They'll just use that as an excuse. That could definitely change recruiting. Because if you can tell a player or you can sell on a player that, hey, you know, you come to my state, you can smoke weed for free. Yeah. That, that might change a lot you, of you, As soon as they come on campus, just hand them a bag of gummies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that means California and Florida will be back recruiting like there's no tomorrow. Colorado. The U. Massachusetts. Yeah. So, oh, Arkansas. True. Didn't you say that? Ain't, ain't no way Arkansas doing it right. <laughs> Shit. And they got that, that dirt. <laughs> yeah, they well, they got it right them. So they didn't shoot. Razorbacks might be a, a problem again maybe down the road here. So they, they legal. Mm. Oklahoma is legal. Yeah. And they so, already a problem as is. So now you're making it like this. That's why I'm surprised. Um... Texas hasn't jumped on board just off the strength of Oklahoma it's, is legal. Yeah, it's coming. It's going coming soon enough. But uh, all right, next up we're gonna uh, jump into what's uh, is worldwide news. Uh, 
the good old coronavirus has pretty much impacted all forms of life, uh, whether it's work, home, sports, uh, business. Uh, it's moving quickly. Uh, so first of all, how is it impacting y'all personally uh, with y'all job or, or whatever? Tony Love, is business slowing for y'all or? Uh, well, we, we were lucky. We, we have uh, quite of a extended state business that at my hotel that's going to be with, that was supposed to be with us till the middle of April, but mm -hmm. they've been put on a travel ban. So it's looking like they might be with us until May. So we, uh, Actually worked we, we staying, yeah, worked out, worked out our favor. I know a couple of my sister properties, they lost some of their business, uh, a, a few of the hotels, they didn't let us know which ones, but three of them ha uh, found to have had people who stayed there who had uh, the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And uh, so right now, as a company, they're predicting to lose $3 million so far. Yeah. But that, that's just as of now. But I think uh, the plan in place that they have right now is to reduce our breakfast by an hour. Um, uh, they want some hotels to, you know, eliminate a floor, mm -hmm. you know, stop selling the stop, stop selling those rooms altogether so we can limit, um, you know, the exposure and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, keep the, you know, keep the head low to impact as much as possible. But that, that's where we're at. And, you know, spend as, you spend as less as possible, you know, all the essential things. That's mm -hmm. needed, so that's where we're at. Anti King, I know they're kicking oh, your ass. I can't stand these goddamn people yeah. in these grocery stores. All these people ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they're beyond like buying everything, and it just like the panic is like chaotic. Man, I was hearing about people diving on pallets to get tissue. <laughs> like they hurt themselves, they getting in fights. It's dude, like I was at a central market. It took me ten minutes to find a parking spot. Just like a service the store. Damn. Like I've this was the first I ever seen management just look defeated and drained. And I was telling them how much I had to order for this store. They said, I don't care how much it is, just just bring the shit here. And that was in their <laughs> exact words. <laughs> And like they're just defeated, and then like like I know with my company, they seeing all of this as a great opportunity. But then at the same time, we're gonna run out of product probably by the middle of next week. If it stay at this level of chaos, we won't be able to like keep. We'll be chilling at the house soon because we're gonna run out of product. I'm sending in. I'm having stores, I might send in an average of 60 cases I'm bringing in 200. I'm mm -hmm. tripling what I normally bring in a store. So you think about the whole, we got one warehouse that supports the whole Metroplex, Oklahoma, and parts of Louisiana. How did we go run out of product if everybody's sending almost the same amount of product, I mean, into their stores? Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see how everything unfolds with it, I say by the, I'm curious to see how this all is by the next week, because it's not like 
it's just Texas going through there. You got the whole United States. And, you know, I know they, they only produce so much product at a time. So quarterly-wise. So I'm curious to see how that's going to go. And then a lot of our products that we make our stuff comes from China. So that's going to slow that down, too. That's going to slow that on the back end of the year. So when the holidays and everything gets better now, the back end of the year might be interesting and kind of crazy. But you're not above my pay grade and stuff. So I'm curious to see how that's all going to unfold by the time we get there. And like you said, meanwhile, the vitamin aisle fully stopped. Nobody fully stopped. With vitamins. <laughs> nobody fuck, nobody trying to fuck up fuck it with their immune system. They like, nah, we need toilet paper and sanita- hand sanitizer. No soap, no vitamins, just hand sanitizer and tissue. But I'm interested to see the blowback, though, from all of this. Because with so many people stocking up on so many items, with the stock market being as low as it is now, how's it gonna look when nobody's buying anything based off of the fact that they have all of these supplies in their house that they didn't use? Yeah. This would be a great time to uh, to look into Procter and Gamble stock. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, another thing somebody brought up is like the housing market. You know, the price of houses might drop at some point it'll be a perfect time if you want either you buying yourself a home you know your um your main home or you buying a rental property you know that's something that's going to be a potential uh game changer too then the car industry also car industry yeah i was looking at cars today and i was like just tripping over the prices i'm like yeah the bubble about to pop on y'all everybody about to be driving brand new whips for christmas this year so yeah, it's a lot of a lot of changes. I know for me, they sent us home like on Tuesday, told us to work from home. Uh, two weeks ago, they had well, I think three weeks ago, they shut down all international travel because we got you know offices across the country, I mean across the world. But then they shut down domestic travel, and they went from well before domestic travel, they said first non-essential business stuff you couldn't do, and then after that, they said they shut down everything. So. It's kind of progressed on and on, and I'm pretty sure other companies are doing that as well for those that they have the capability to work from home. But then with the kids being out, that's going to impact jobs too because if you don't work a job as you work from home, then shit, what you going to do? True. So I know out here in um, in Georgia, um, <clears throat> when that county is providing like lunches for kids and stuff while they're out, um, I think for us, I think they just bring it to the bus stop or whatever. So I'm guessing they're just going to give like bag lunches and drop it off. Cause like, I don't think here is the problem, but like in other areas across the country, sometimes that school lunch and school breakfast, the only meals that these kids are getting. So, uh, yeah, they're doing it in my city. Yeah. So if if you're home, you know, the kids are home, that's taxing the, the parents as far as having to stock up the refrigerator even more so, um, than normal. And if they don't have that that extra money to give, then I think that's another issue too. And it it was crazy being in a go in a um, grocery store yesterday, uh, just getting a few things. And I mean, as soon as the people were putting it up, you know, they were taking it down. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, it's a madhouse out there. Well, uh, for me. To quote the uh, Ebtai King's favorite football player, 
Uh, I work at a hospital, so business is booming. <laughs> uh, yeah. They coming, they coming in. They stealing masks. Damn. They taking, they stealing hand sanitizers off the wall. He said off the wall. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wilding. Ain't no heart. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Look, I, I just went and got my Resident Evil Star Kit yesterday. I got my bulletproof vest. <laughs> I'm ready. You got to hold yeah, down the hospital, man. It's like man. World War Z on you, bro. They are, they are wild. I saw something online. Somebody was, uh, you know, got the automated thing, like the motion sensor where it drops the hand sanitizer. Yeah. Like, they just standing unneeded with the bottle, waving their hand and just... <laughs> With, with Ziploc bags, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga bagging up. Yeah, man, people. Yeah, people getting a little, a little extra. Like I said, I, d- I definitely think you should take it serious, but I think some people just go on. There's so many. There's two extremes. It's either people too serious about it, or people just don't give a fuck. AKA Rudy Gobert. So it's yeah, it's it's the two extremes that we have and that we want to deal with, which is not a surprise. That's. You know, we in a society yeah, that this is, is way, but you notice all the energy of that guy that's in Office 45 that was putting that, that type of energy out there. That's the reason why people are acting this way. Remember now, we kind of went through a similar situation when um, Obama was in, but Swine everything group. was cool. He kept it cool. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. he, you know, they did super plan, but this Nipkin Poop here is just taking shit to, like, got people... He just sitting there blatantly lying right in front of people's face. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, wow, this dude is the illest. I got to respect his gangster for being that bold and look you dead in the eyes and say, I don't know shit. Yeah. Throw but, my but, hands up like, oh, my bad. I don't know. I the around like that. I just was trying to build a wall. <laughs> well, Obama uh, was, a, you know, he, he was real strong on that. You know, all that stuff was going down, you know, he was saying, okay, let's go to Africa and help these people out. So they yeah. his own go, go all over the place. Attack you know, it at the source. 40, yeah. yeah. 45 coming, you know, he, he said himself, look, I'm a, I'm a businessman. I see a thousand people not doing nothing. You know, when, when's something like this going to happen again? Like, let's, 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 well, we don't need them right now. But if, if we do need them, we'll bring them back. But that's like, <laughs> no, no. That free healthcare looking real good right about now, huh? Right. Yeah. That they can't get rid of either. <laughs> right. Yep. And that's the other thing is like testing. Like we still, I don't even think we're doing mass testing, which I wouldn't trust mass testing. That's another, I don't know. We don't have the equipment to do the testing. We, and that's the problem now. We have, we have one of the billionaires in China that's sending us the kits to, yeah. to be tested. So we don't even have it at all. Once he dismantled that, the program that was supposed to have the test made for us that he got rid of two years ago, that's where, you know, we fell short. So yeah, we can't get tested to find out who has what. The the thing is, is like with testing and or when the vaccine is available, most people trusting the government is going to have them not do it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're doing like in the mass you know, hey, meet us here at three o'clock on Friday to come get tested. You know, I'm not Tuskegee experiment, right? Exactly. So, you think we're we gonna have people trusting, trusting enough to bring their kids and themselves to go? Fuck that. I ain't. We'll figure well, it out. See, whoa, whoa, whoa! You, you making a mistake right there. Well, we part of the common sense crew, which called rare sense. 
You know, these other gullible fools gonna go running up in there and just gonna go True. deal with that. So you guys remember, it, this is more people that don't have sense, that don't have any sense that's gonna run to that to us that or at least think about it and wait almost almost like this. We let them be the guinea pigs and see it through. Yeah. But so, you know, you gotta look at it from that perspective too. Right. True. That's my problem with a lot of these people who look at and it makes me really worry for like a real like Resident Evil type thing because it's like <clears throat> they sit up there and they listen to these uh, so-called psychics that predicted that in the next 10 years yeah. they'll have some kind of virus that will son that's every year because right. the flu comes every season like they have a whole season dedicated to the flu. And every year there's a new strand of it that comes out. Like you don't have to be psychic to predict right. this you, kind of stuff. But then all you gotta do is write about something from the past. Yeah. Right. And then that like the bubonic plague and so on and so the like you know, they've always been that. And that's what and I have to tell that short bad. person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, because you make a broad term like in the next 20 years. Like, well, no shit. Like, yeah, something's gonna come. Eventually. We, like yeah, what's, we didn't means, have uh, West Nile, we didn't have swine flu, we didn't have Zika, uh, Ebola. Ebola, we didn't have the plague, we didn't have polio, smallpox. Like this, like like you said, you're writing this in a book, and you just vaguely say something's gonna come. Yeah, eventually something else is gonna come, or you can say, oh, it's gonna be another mass shooting. Yeah, it's gonna be another mass IV shooting. and AIDS. Yeah, you know. Well, what I'm saying? think I, I think what what separates this is like we want this dude. Eliminated the stuff that had us prepared for that. Yeah, you know how, how you look at you know. Oh, you got that though. You sure? All right, let me know how that turned out. <laughs> you look at him, bruh, bruh. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, niggas die every day, B. Niggas die every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they fool. And your ass ain't watched that shit still. You 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 almost go about to be putting time out, nigga. <laughs> Hey, my cousin went and watched it uh, yesterday. And nigga, uh, he was another one that ain't watched it, but he actually took the initiative and said, you know what, I'm about to sit down here and uh, check it out. So, you ain't gotta watch that shit. You ain't gotta watch that nigga shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your ass seen it though. I know, because I'm ratchet like that. <laughs> what you gonna tell him he ain't gotta watch that nigga shit? That's <laughs> quality of education he has, you ain't gotta see that shit. I mean. <laughs> He above us. He above that. We need that for the hotel business, man. That should have worked out for him perfectly. I want my seventy-five dollars on Friday. <laughs> That's what you tell them. Yes. Hey, Cali school for life, man. I'm with you, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. People going crazy over this, over this Rona, over this Miller Light virus. I said, I think it's it's, it's real, but. Yeah, but then look, look at the, the areas that did the overseas that did get it. What they're known for not being the most sanitized people in the world. Yep. So, of course, they're going to pass the German around, especially in Italy. They still living in them old buildings that's centuries, years old. Surrounded all by all that, that water. Water and mold. And that's already got their respiratory systems shot. So now, and what this virus did, attack your respirators. So of course they was unfortunately dropping like flies. So you go, you know, that's not, you gotta put that into play. And 
We, we know sometimes in China, they ain't the most sanitary. They don't, everybody, they don't be believing in taking a bath every day. I think with Italy, it was more or less them kissing each other on the cheek every time they see each other. That too. It's too much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All of that, the the lack of the people don't, and the cleansedness is not on the, this is godliness, that it ain't like it should be out there. They don't believe in it like we do more. They respect the personal space. Oh, God, they don't respect personal space. Be all in your grill. I mean, I think hopefully that's gonna change for them or whatever. I just think that it'll... no, it's not gonna change. But it's like I said, but that's why it affected them as rapidly as it did. It don't mean that it's gonna come and do the same to us. But mm-hmm. also, I think with with uh, just what you're saying on living conditions, like over here we have like hotels where you get your own individual rooms. Over there, they they rent in hostels, which means you could have eight people all in the same room just sharing that room because you paid for it. So it's not like and, how America is either. And, and uh, you know, hop on that, you know, whenever we have, and there's not a hotel that's not, never had a, a bed bug situation. Mm-hmm. True. The majority of the times it's from an international guest. Hmm. Yeah. So, that's a, I, I think that's another way that that's probably spreading to there. Wouldn't be surprised if that came up. We're not gonna talk about the brothels. <laughs> <laughs> what experience you have with brothels, man? I ain't not cutting myself on this podcast about that shit. <laughs> Catch me on the seven fifty four podcast talking about that shit. Seven fifty four. Where's the seven fifty four? Right. Was oh were you oh you were trying to say seven four two. Yeah, but don't it, mind him. That's, oh, that's, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I missed this the same guy. This, yeah, dude, this, podcast. this dude literally known me since before we was born and still spells my name wrong. On purpose. And you don't do hey. it on purpose. Can can I tell you something? I your know. name on my phone. Your name on my phone is just bad bad because I don't I don't know how to spell your name. That's across the board, man. That's across the board. Don't board. feel bad. No, the day the day that name came came around, the whole block rejoiced. <laughs> That's all I got. Cause. Hey, the parents or even the parents was just like, "Yo, finally, shit, Batman." Yeah, Batman was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been sure that day. I, I, I heard it. I just knew you as a boyfriend. Who, who was the one that was? Uh... Oh, Batman was being chose. No, no, who, the, 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 uh, the other cat that used to stay. That they used to. Uh, oh, Avery. Somebody. Yeah, Avery. Avery. Yeah. I just knew Avery. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, don't mention that name to uh, Raheem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, tell me. Me, me and Raheem don't have, we have very bad, we don't have no fond memories of them, them people. Oh, we don't talk about oh them. I found out, yeah, I, I found out that. Yeah, we'll say that for another episode. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, spell my damn name right. It's on the damn Facebook page, nigga. Just I owe fucking... that. How about that? Huh? That's where I go to find out to spell your name correctly and go on Facebook. Nope, I'm gonna spell it D E M A R I O U S. That's why I spell it. I'm gonna keep on spelling like that. God damn it! And look, you know how your phones, once you spell something a bunch of times, it just starts spelling it out for you. I'll be praying for my phone to actually learn how to spell your name. So all I gotta type in is the first three letters. 
<laughs> it's just it just fill the rest of it in, but it's just not taken. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Nick Reese. Hey. hey, all I'm gonna say is shout out to Thomas that was on the F Tide that gave you that name that made me dog gonna make that name. <clears throat> Thank is he Thomas. still alive? <laughs> hey man, <Yeah>. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I want, hey man, I want to stay safe to say I think Tom is still out here, but you know we 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 would have to tread lightly on that. I ain't gonna lie. We, we need to was, take that out. Yeah, because Tom was drunk a lot of St. eyes at his late age in life. So I don't know if that sat well in that. Yeah, soul, he, he was old when we was young, so that's all. That's why. Uh, well, no, but he, he wasn't was, that old. Well, like, no, no, he was just a couple of years older than Miss Mary, man. Saint eyes, <laughs> but he do. He used to drink Saint eyes like it was no tomorrow, dude. And I like looked at him with pure disgust. Like, come on, man, Tom, you make too much money to be drinking this nasty ass fucking Saint eyes, man. <laughs> hey, man, that was my uh, that was my corner three dude. specialist, man. You right? He oh, he used the ball, no doubt. But dude, drinking Saint eyes in his late like, well, yeah, because back then he was in it definitely in his late forties. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think he was still a little younger than my dad. And my dad about to turn 75, so I know he got to be – he's younger than that. So, but it is his Thomas, though. So I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it's Thomas. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. The dog pounds the hell out of them beers, though. Really to the liver. This is facts, though. You got a good point, though. He always would try to offer me one. I said, man, I ain't, man. I'm not drinking that nasty ass shit. Man, you <laughs> keep that same eyes away from me. I got I got standards in these streets. I know I'm a kid, and I ain't supposed to be drinking with your old ass. But make me right. little nigga some beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, your hey, ass inside. <laughs> yeah, I told him. I said, man, I, I have class, man. I ain't, I ain't about that. Now I just don't want to drink just so I can drink. So what was your class? Let me ask. Well, what I drank? D twenty twenty Cisco. Nah. Nah, that was above all that, man. I, mean, man. I had all the good shit in my house, man. My house was a freaking walking bar. What are you talking about, man? Hope 45, Moe Walker. Hey, man, nah, we used man, to be up? out there hooping, and he'd be on the sideline with some slides and a, <clears throat> and a glass. I just, <laughs> just want to say... I just want to say that the Flight 742 podcast does not endorse underage drinking. <laughs> we're not part of any of these actions that have happened. This is we have no knowledge of this. This is in New Orleans, Louisiana. There's no such thing as an age limit of back then, especially in the 90s. This was in the 90s. Restrictions have gotten yeah, better one, over the years. Well, one of my guests, he's from New Orleans. We got an old white dude. For, he grew up in the uh, 50s and 60s, and he had the same thing. I don't know how we still living. All the drinking <laughs> we did. Yeah. See, we used to go to the Dacker shop in the plaza. No I was the dad was in a school uniform. Brewskis. Brewskis? That was on front of cameras, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just shoot pool up there. Yeah, it was that Glade going in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no ID being checked. Damn. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, but yeah, but shout out to Thomas, though, at the end of the day, though, for giving you the name Batman, dude. That's all I got to say. Thank you, Thomas. Yeah, man. He gave me the name. Your ass made it stick. I tried to make it go away. It didn't work. Nah, it was over. I said, that's the perfect. Dude, I'm going to tell you why the name had to stick. We're just going to have to go off course a little bit here. Dude, it had to stick because you really was like Batman, dude. Like how every time somebody would talk to him, he just disappeared. Dude, we never seen you get in or out of a car. <laughs> that is so true. 
Yeah, we that never seen you. We never saw you come on the block. We never seen you leave the block. Dude, you was just gone. <laughs> Nigga throwing smoke bombs. <laughs> <laughs> just gone, dude. Like it just it made all the it, it fit you. I am the terror in the night. <laughs> <laughs> We couldn't let it go. I couldn't let that go, dude. I said that was perfect. I said that if that was not the perfect name for you, because dude, you I never seen you got get out of the car. Never seen you got out your dad's car before, or get in it. Just next week, we knew you was gone for the week. You was back again the next week and the two. We saw you back again. Uh, see him, man. That's my name. Oh, 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 hey, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gone. <laughs> and then I'm gone. Getting the Laplace t-shirts with the Chinese letters on the back. Hell yeah. Hell town. So yeah, man. So nah, that that no, that name had to stick, man. I'll make the show of it. And like you saw, everybody embraced it because it made all the sense in the world. I remember somebody got mad at me. We was playing 21. And I guess I was being too quiet. Niggas all like, you know, you, you get to 20 and you gotta call it out. All right, I got 20. Nigga, how this nigga got 20? Nigga ain't talking shit the whole time. Like, no, I ain't gotta talk shit with these buckets. Keep moving. Exactly. That's why I said that's why the name fits you perfectly. Thomas so. passed by in the van hanging out the chicken wing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'd have elbowed you if you had 20. Oh, I got plenty of those from Tony Love and Brian. <laughs> yeah, that was that was his role. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not about to score on me. Oh no. <laughs> Jailhouse rules is in effect. No. Nah. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it, it, was, it was the, the messed up part. They kept saying I threw out. I, I didn't feel like I was on elbow. I, I thought I was really full on anything. Nigga. <laughs> Raj, you serious? He said that with a straight face. With a straight, straight face. Man, I don't know how I didn't have a collapsed lung dealing with you with all the freaking elbows I took. You know, you know, uh, Airtime King, he like to go baseline. So every time he used to open up and try to bang one. Yeah, I was the king of the baseline. Yeah, I I, I'm the king of the, I will get you on that baseline. I'm going to dunk on you. But I will catch that elbow. You hear me scream. I scream because I took a shot in the ribs, but I'm still going up for that damn dunk because I was just, well, I was numb anyway because I was drinking. So I had no, I ain't really fully feel it, but I was reckless. So, oh, yeah, that's, that's a Lex Luger clothesline. You come like that. I'm taking you out. First step was real, man. First step was real. <laughs> and on, and that, that first time I feel played, I'm clothesline. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't respect that. I'm going to wait. So, you know what? We had our little, we had our NFL football player, Brian, used to do that to me all the time. <laughs> Big bastard. <laughs> like, dude, you too short to be doing to a kid, man. Just because I'm quick. See, you that was the problem we had. We literally got a nigga in the league out there hooping with us. During the summer, uh, a homeboy Brian stayed across the street from us. Uh, well, he was six two, six three. He was no. about my height. Yeah, nah, no. he was. No, no, he was five, five ten. Yeah, I could be five eleven, five ten tops. I was well, he was too, than him. Yeah, but he was too big for the, to be out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was looked like he was six two when you was that yeah. age. Yeah, right. I must say I was in junior high. Yeah, so that makes sense. So yeah. right, but yeah, but he was a strong two ten, and yeah, he was solid as hell. Yeah, because we all know safety. you've been six nine since you've been nine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That was the thing. And look, I'm 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 a little I was a frail five eight, 
Buck 10 cat out here dogging on people, but they're around here trying to throw me around like a little rag dog and crack my ribs. But that's why I, I wasn't rap too tight back then. So I just came with aggression at all times. I had the Napoleon complex then. So I just came always with aggression. Shout mm-hmm. out to Lando. Shout out to Lando and Condell. So Wombat? Uh, yeah, Wombat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he went to school with Condell. So uh he know he know firsthand. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's what you used to call him. Call him Wombat or Stonewall. Those are two names I'm gonna call him. I can't unsee this now. Like I get it. <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, to New, uh, the the first nigga from Saint Olive to be a certified ninja, right. <laughs> kicking ass on campus. And the ninja, yeah. Shit. Yeah, he got to the thirty six chambers twice. <laughs> Now, if you listening, you owe me a phone call, motherfucker. Wombat. You know who I am. He ain't going to call you. I know. That nigga never called back, boy. He's going to call you and leave you a strange-ass voicemail. Yep. Uh, but uh, speaking of Wombat I in, in crazy aggressiveness, <laughs> aggressiveness uh, Jimmy, remember our uh, experience of meeting uh, Kevin Falk? Hey, hold on, man. Where are we supposed to be talking about coronavirus? How we got here? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, this is how we roll, man. This is <laughs> how we roll. Hey, we, we, got go off, off. we go off course, man. Sometimes I know we're talking about little people now. <laughs> we're <just> talking <laughs> about a deadly epidemic. <laughs> Some kind of way we make it on little people. Hey, man. This is oh, how we man. roll, man. We, oh, man. We go left. Oh, but yeah, but but that, that story is actually, yeah, that Kevin Falk story is kind of funny, though. Because for whatever reason, I don't know, like, in your, in our heads, <clears throat> Kevin Folk, like you said, Kevin Folk might have been like 6'3, like 240, solid muscle. We seen this dude in the club. Kevin Folk, like 5'7. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Al Bundy, like he just budgy. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. And this was like, this was, this was like in the heyday, like when they like were like early Patriots, winning yeah. Super Bowls and stuff like that. And the dude told him, now mind you, he had braids. He had cornrow braids, but his cornrow braids started like in the middle of his head. The joints. Yeah, so he took off his shirt, and I'm like, cuz, first of all, you not cut up enough to be taking your shirt off in the club anyway, but whatever, cool. I mean, you're feeling yourself. You got a Super Bowl ring. I can't tell you nothing. So, <laughs> so the boss came over to ask me, said, hey, man, look, can you put the shirt back on? Man, he went all. Oh, I'm fucking Kevin Folk. You don't know me. You don't know me, man. Fuck, I'll shut this whole motherfucker down, man. I'm Kevin Folk. You don't tell me put my shirt back. The dude was like, hey, bro. Look, kill all that. Just, just, I'm just asking you to put your shirt back on, bro. That, that's all. I, I'm not going to ask you no more, all right? Man, fuck you. I'm Kevin Folk. I'm Kev- man, when I tell you this bouncer took his hand, <laughs> wrapped it around Kevin Folk neck. Picked him up about five feet in the air and carried him out of the club like he was a rag dog, bro. And I'm thinking, like, man, how you kept like you kept fucked? The whole on. Wait a minute. You was talking all this bad shit. Him down. Linebackers and tackling 250 pound motherfuckers and shit. And you let this boss toss your little ass out of the club like you was not. And his, and his homeboys are sad because I would have whooped one of their ass too. Cause ain't no way in the world you gonna let me get. I'm the money here, cause you can't let me get carried <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have me looking bad. 
Like, you're supposed to be on my side, man. I'm paying for Somebody got to sweep the leg. Sweep the leg, goddammit. Take him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was a hilarious night, boy. And, like, literally after that happened, everybody just went back to business. Everybody like, went right. back to work. <laughs> like, it was nothing. Like, like yeah, man, yeah. Uh, the pride of Karen. They took Kevin out. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Well, you're right, man. We did. We was talking about a serious topic. So, but we had to get on the short people right quick. Moral <laughs> of the story is wash your hands, wash your body, clean up your goddamn house. Yeah. And take vitamins. Yeah. I have a question for all the people that's out there wearing these masks. If, if when these people spit in your eyes, <laughs> you don't think you're not going to catch that disease? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. And then they this then like ninety five percent of them they have the mask but they put it underneath their chin and they walk around like that like what was the point of even yeah I see that mask? too I've been seeing that a lot too I'm like what the fucking purpose of having a mask flexing now I respect the ones that wear the goggles and the mask so I said oh shit y'all taking this for real for real yeah. all right you gonna do it like like it's supposed to be do like a hazmat do it big then. <laughs> <laughs> I will say for steak and blowjob day, you might want to be precautious because you might get coronavirus, you know what I'm saying, for the right one. No. Niggas going to take that L, oh, nigga, for that nigga regardless. let that go. You, you should even brought that a nigga going to take that L. Man, it's like, fuck it. Yeah. A, safe, a safe sloppy topic? No. Yeah. A safe sloppy topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to go. This dude getting a safe sloppy toppy. Get a sloppy toppy, maybe get a little fever, a little runny nose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm I'll take that. My decision. Yeah, I think I'm going to hold that L high, though, but I think I'm going to go yeah. out and make that happen. Yeah, that's a gift, so, yeah. I can just I, take I can some over tussing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I got my, got my Theraflu. <laughs> 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 Suit of fed some new snacks. My brother's good. Zertek. She's gonna suck me from the back. I'm trying to see that be like. <laughs> On that note, all right, this is the end of this one. But in an unrelated topic, though, if y'all, it, I actually there was a song. On this topic that I found that I had to go back and I was like, yo, this is a dope ass song. Cameron and Lil Wayne, suck it or not. That's yeah. actually a pretty dope song, bro. Like, I had to go oh, back and find now. You know, a good, I got yeah, it's a good cause. Yeah, damn, who, that was, which camera, was that on a mixtape? Uh, it was on uh, one of the Dipset joints. It was on, yeah. Oh, Dipset, okay, okay then, okay. I remember it, I just like, damn, the Corona remix. Back on that one. Yeah, the right. Corona remix version. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, let's continue on, get back on topic with the coronavirus. Uh, Due to the Rudy Gobert and then later on Donovan Mitchell contracting uh, the virus, the NBA has suspended their their games, um, which is a big impact, not only for the players, but just the staffs that work for the arenas and the teams and such. Um, so, of course, fans are hurting, but I think those people are hurting even more. Uh, and the other part about it is I see players <clears throat> are stepping up donating and, and putting up money for the arena and team staff. Uh, how do y'all feel about that? Um, do y'all feel that that should be the owner's responsibility and not not individual players? 
It'll be the owners. Yeah, and I'm sure the, the owners are uh, attributing their part. You know, they, they probably well, yeah. did something internally. And, yeah, a lot know, of owners already admitted to it. They're going to help. I know yeah, Cuban did. Cuban. Yeah, 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 Cuban started. He, he came out first. Yeah, and it, it's been a few others since then. <laughs> I know Dolan ain't. <laughs> oh, no, you got damn right. <laughs> damn Knicks. But, um, so yeah, so like that that whole, I think that's when, for the black community, I think that's when it got real. And it was like, damn, the NBA shut down, nigga? Like, <laughs> okay, this may be, it ain't a drill. You know what I'm saying? So, I it think, also, uh, it also killed that milk, that myth that, that black, black people. people. Did it. Well, at yeah. first, Rudy Gobert, he's French. Not so, black. I was like, so I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, maybe yeah. not. Then when Donovan Mitchell got it, I was like, oh, shit. That nigga, and he's from like Jersey. So, like, I was like, oh, he just nigga yeah. really got it. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, him, yeah, from being from Jersey. But I mean, but like you said, you know, you could tell in Donovan's like demeanor, he wanted to slap fire out of Rudy, nigga, because. Like, he was playing like, man, too he was much. Touching, he was playing too much. Exactly what he basically was saying. He was playing too much. You know, he, he telling him he was chilling, and then for him to get it, he's like, "Yeah, I got it," because this nigga was around here playing too much. Other if he wasn't playing, I'd probably have been cool. But it's still, it's kind of, I don't, something about it don't add up to me though. That it's just kind. But I know they're in Utah, so we know there ain't a lot of us out there. So I, you know, I understand the percentages is not in our favor. But it was mm-hmm. like, how did he get tested for it? If he had no symptoms. Well, that's what I was saying, too, is, like, what prompted them to test him? Because they literally stopped right before tip-off. Well, so that was drug, the, the first sign. Test? Huh? They might have been a drug test or something? No. Maybe. No, the drug test would have been still a few days prior or something. Like, that still takes time. They're like, that wouldn't even been, like, it's just something about it didn't add up. That it yeah, like, what, what prompted them to test him? Like, I ain't never got that answer yet. Like, what prompted them to, to run the test? Um, probably that video I when think he was the touching vi- shit. Yeah, yeah but yeah, and then maybe, it, but once again, that's the conspiracy theories that starts kicking in. Of okay, we're gonna show his ass. You know, we're just gonna show it how real this is, or, or something. That's what I was saying too. I like, think it's an angle. It's some kind of angle to this to scaring people right now. But that's um, what little Duvall said. He was like, "Who's gonna be the first celebrity to catch it?" And then we get fucking Tom Hanks. I'm Hank. And an NBA player, like you don't, you don't get much bigger as far as exposure than for both both community, like for both yeah. communities and races to have. Well, Tom is just universal to everybody. Everybody yeah. loves Tom Hanks. Like that's some shit. Like we we we'll fight for Tom in these streets, man. Even mm-hmm. black people love Tom Hanks to the highest level. So it's like for Tom. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, we. That's why I say that's why we all love him. We know he got nigga tendencies in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just off the of his son alone. That's what I was telling people at work about. Like they were talking about, you know, this whole conspiracy theory about like black people can't get it or whatever. And I was like, even if that is true, I feel to believe that they're going to have to give it to somebody, not necessarily a major celebrity, but somebody that's just famous enough to, to wear awareness. Yeah, it's just you're just gonna bring just enough awareness to to where it's like. Okay, yeah, you can still get it. I say, if you think about it, nobody took AIDS seriously when it came out. Or oh, that was just a a a, a disease mm-hmm. you got it right, and that was the only way you could get it if you were gay or if you messed around with like animals or something like that. <clears throat> then uh, Easy E got it, and Magic got it, and it's like, whoa, this shit real. Like 
anybody can get it. Right. And it was around several years even before they got it. But like right. you said, it wasn't taken as serious until right. it hit hit the community and everything. So that was like Dwayne that. Wade, brother, at HIV? I yep. think that was Dwayne Wade, brother, yeah. Yeah. So, and so I lost, didn't have I, it. And right, Isaiah I, Thomas, I think. Isaiah don't have it. No, his oh, brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. See, I lost an uncle to it. So I so I firsthand know it very well. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, so now like you said, it always has to take it just so I just something once again, it's just some conspiracy about this of the timing of it, just the way how if we're not testing out here, how in the world they got tested. Right. So, so just things like different that. Different access. Just, you know, money, you know, money get right, access no, of course to everything. Money go, yeah, yeah, exactly. But of, of was all the NBA players tested? Like they didn't even say if all NBA players were being tested for it. Well, the Celtics got tested. They said they all clear. So I think what happened with the, whoever the Jazz played that past week, I think it was like Boston, Detroit, New York. I think I know Boston definitely all their staff and players got tested. And they say all of them are clear. So they're trying to, you know, circle back from Rudy Gobert. But the right. other part about that with black people is like saying that black people can't get it. Most black people ain't got the money to get tested. That's the real thing. True. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're going to say we don't have it, but we... And, and most black it. people hang... And, but other thing, too, most black people hang around black people. True. True. So, that's, we ain't diverse enough to be around everybody. See, Rudy, Rudy though, you can tell he, he's, he's more... He's French. So, he's going to hang around more diverse people than mm-hmm. just us. So, he definitely put himself more at... I guess so-called... And is on the West Coast, which West Coast is closer to... China, so you know you got a lot of Asians out there in that area. So he might like Asian chicks or been around like age. We don't, you know, to a certain extent, no to that point. But it's just like you said, it's that's the reason why black people are true. We don't ever catch stuff because we we only ne- normally hang around each other, so we don't get caught up. All the time we're around others is when we at work, and then we yeah. keep our distance from them when we at work. That's a good point. Even with that, with, with black people not getting tested because we just don't go to hospitals. So there's probably a whole bunch of us that had it, but we stayed home or, or and got you know, through it, thinking it was just the flu or That's you know right. something like that. Because it's, it's it's basically the same symptoms as if you had the flu. So it's like you wouldn't know what you had if you didn't go get tested to find out. Oh no, what you really have is coronavirus. So we probably you know spreading it all over and just thinking, oh, I, I'm just. You know, I, I'm just a little sick. I, I had too much to drink last night. <laughs> right. Blame we, on the well, I, I say like this, you know, it kind of, I, I guess for me or whatever, it's just kind of like a thing of, it shows you that how bad do we need universal health care? The, the Obamacare thing was something, I mean, if you kind of look at it, it's kind of like the push for Obamacare, it gets declined. The next thing you know, four years later, we get the coronavirus spread and most of the people that's affected is people of poor health and uh, low-income families that can't necessarily keep up with their health very well. Mm-hmm. That, that's the way I kind of look at it. So, yeah, but you know, the ginger ale click and, and the hot toddy clears everything. I agree with that part. Mm-hmm. Hot toddy is real. And like I said, but another thing with black people, we drink a lot. That keeps our system clean. Uh, mm-hmm. We ain't scared to drink. Wine ain't strong enough. You need, like you said, you need that brown or you need some of that clear. Keep the system clear. That brown will keep it down, but that white will keep you hype. 
so so you got all of those things also but you know so but you know Rudy did the right thing by giving a half a million to the um to the uh, people that work there in Utah because I was like Rudy career is over because ain't nobody on Barack right now. ain't nobody want to deal with him talk to him they don't want he he's really isolated himself now with the lead. He's the literal definition of toxic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost there. I mean, he was he was already based on playoffs experience about to play himself out the league because he couldn't play him in the playoffs with today's game. You know what I'm saying? So this just kind of adds on to it. He said he literally toxic. What, ain't that a Britney Spears song or some shit like that? But uh. I don't know, man. I feel, I kind of feel bad for him because they say he a goofball as is. No, uh, nigga, it existed as a word before Britney Spears made a song about it. Like you're not gonna just throw it out. Oh, you ain't gonna just give me that. Like Britney Spears, like I listen to Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, Lord, you don't know. Nah. You know what I'm talking about, though. Like it, it was a word before it was a song. I ain't though. say it was a word. I'm saying he he the definition it, it, of. It. He's a definite. He's like he's popular now. He's the popular new term of toxic. Um, yeah, I got it. I got the diet, but I'm just saying he right. being difficult. Be. Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> See, we we got some ignorant masses. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even know the song. I'm gonna be sitting in my bathroom alone singing Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Done though, man. He, yeah, I think like this ain't nobody gonna really be. I know he's goofy, but it don't matter and all that, dude. Like, once you that goofiness goes so far to where Play now with the wrong person. Play yeah. with the wrong person, that should end up real quick. <laughs> you're right. And then yeah, yeah. and the rest of the league looking at him like, you know, you're the reason we ain't working. So that, Yeah, you done fucked up yeah. our money. Oh, you know who else fall in the same boat? What's your boy name? The manager for the uh GM for the the Rockets. Oh, uh, Mori, Daryl Mori. When he yeah. fucked up the China shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. they oh, in yeah. the same boat. They in the same they, boat. Calm, look, and see, look, I look how calm as a bitch. See, I see how she come back. Mm-hmm. So you, you ain't heard from Daryl Morris since then. And they ain't saying shit. Put, uh, popcorn in one of their players' calls or something, and the guy was like looking for him with a gun. Oh, that's the name Robinson. did that to JR. Yeah. JR. yeah. Well, I thought you yeah. did that to Kenya Martin. Kenya Martin. Kenya Martin. That's who it was. It was King Jamar. Yeah. J.L. Smith put all uh, but he put then he put butter popcorn in this nigga brand new uh, one. And they said it took the whole team from keeping Kenya from fucking that nigga up. That nigga was gonna die that night. And I remember Kenya Mark when he played ball here in Dallas. Because when I first moved here at 19, I was messing with a chick at the school and I saw this big, this tall, high yellow ass nigga. I said, who the tall ass, high yellow nigga? Out here terrorizing people. And then Cody years later, see this nigga in Cincinnati acting an ass. The thug cats. That was one of the biggest squads of all time. Love it. Stupid bounce. Yeah, so nah, yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah, Kenyon was crazy. But um, yeah, so Rudy gone some trust me. Don't be surprised he get hurt now for the season next year. <laughs> Treat him like a Houston uh, Astros player. Yep. 
he had an <laughs> treat, him, treat him like some prison. He had an unfortunate accident in the shower. Oh, Astro, Astro is loving the coronavirus right now. Oh yeah, take that, <laughs> take that heat off of them. <laughs> What you tell it? That's a good call. Man. That's actually a good call. If anybody grateful for this right now, it's the Houston Astros. Ooh, thank you for this deadly virus that's taking a globe. That's the ball. No, I have to answer. no more questions. They taking pictures in in fucking uh in the before the season even start. You know what I'm saying? So they gonna sneak past this one. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be okay though. Like you said, they might lock up out of that for right now. Depending on how much longer this lasts. Yeah. They're going to New England Patriot their way out of this. Mm-hmm. Nah, they ain't got that skill set. <laughs> they in the South. <laughs> they're not they career that... criminals. Nah, they ain't career criminals. Yeah, they they don't have the passionate fan base like yeah. the Patriots do. Yeah, That's yeah, a good point. Yeah. Their fan base, yeah. the fan base it's to look not... over it is a big key. Living in this city, you wouldn't know that their team was the number. They had a number one team in baseball until the playoffs started. Says like out here with the Falcons. Bandwagon hoppers. Well, that's because they know they're just gonna get disappointed at the end of the season. So why even? Like, <laughs> what's the point? Yeah. They they show up. Them them flags be up when they're on a winning streak. Not even that. Not by Astros. Damn. Nothing. And they ain't like the Astros ain't had ta- um, talent in, in history in the past. Like mm-hmm. when they had Bagwell, when they had young BGO. Uh, who else they had with BGO back then? The young BGO. They had another big time player that was like. Uh, yeah, I remember. They had the Killer Bees. Yeah, it was Killer uh, Bees. It was. Uh, but I yeah. also think, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that it's in Texas. And if it's not football, That's it, a good it's point. not. Yeah. It, they just don't care. If it, yeah, if it ain't basically right. football, it don't matter. High school football probably more popping than the, than the damn Astros. Yeah, I give you that. How, I mean, just shoot back. Yeah, the Rockets and Mavericks, all of them. San Antonio, college football. I mean, like you said, it's professional. Well, shit, honestly, it's, high, it's like professional high school than college. Well, high school good. football get police at school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How that dude say it? Uh, they mad because they didn't give a million dollars to the school, but they spent it on the uh the football stadium. With hell, I feel like it went to the school. Mm-hmm. Right. Like even trash team have five year stadiums in Texas. <laughs> exactly. Yep, I agree. They, they come on. football stadiums like our high school stadiums. Man, like Ted Gormley, mm-hmm. nigga. All this shit's better than Ted All Gormley. Yeah, but better Ted Gormley. I mean, <laughs> everybody can't be. The the Lutcher High School <laughs> has one of the best fields in the state for a public high school. The eight-time state football champions. I, I mean, got, everybody. We ain't gotta hear that. Lutcher, Lutcher, what is? What is <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Get the rain. Oh, <laughs> go get the rings. Okay, so you got so you got a, a brother Martin guy and a Saint Old guy. In the mix, nigga, y'all ain't winning football. Who? Y'all, y'all wasn't good when I, when we was in school. Yeah, we were. No, y'all was not. Yeah, we were. We were. We were good at freshman year and our junior year. Who? Say no. Say no. They was. 
Brother Martin, they were only two, two years. Two years of time I was there. Only two years. Last time St. Aug had a fire team was Raynock Thompson. So I don't remember who that is. I'm, 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 taking, I'm talking about the years we just went to the playoffs. In my time I was there. Now, any other year, I can't, I can't necessarily talk. All I don't know was the team that nobody can beat at the time was fucking Monroe. West yeah. Monroe? West yeah. Monroe. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, had, everybody had stories about playing West Monroe. <laughs> For no reason. Was that when Doug Williams was the coach? They shouldn't be playing us. Yeah, man, they, they, they man, them, them football dudes like they were 35 when we was like 16. Shoot. <laughs> Look, they, they come out looking like old boy from uh, what that was, Dallas Carter. Like uh, the team, they got gold teeth and beards. Yep. <laughs> One nigga was smoking a cigarette. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> what you stressing about? I got, hey, how long this game gonna last? I gotta go pick up my kids. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! Like everybody else looks small. As soon as you get to, I ain't gonna lie. We had one. We had a couple of them players like that on on East St. John. I remember we played at Homeville. The coach was like, "I know you told me number blah blah blah. I ain't gonna sell my boy out. It was pretty good, but you ain't de- tell me he was damn near twenty years old." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that nigga was a fucking sophomore. <laughs> but well, uh, something about living close to the water. I, I, something about that. I don't know what it is, cause we gonna always find one of them dudes and just some six eight, three hundred pound, knuck, uh, dragging his knuckles on the ground, looking blindside kid. That's <laughs> <laughs> just out there, just smacking everybody. <laughs> he out there beating up everybody else, little child. Like they, they twelve years old. Why this boy out here with a beard? <laughs> I won't see birth certificates. For real. And that's what I don't like about today's uh, football. They don't do about a pound. I don't like that. By the weight? Yeah, I don't uh, like that. I agree and I disagree with it because sometimes, because when you do it like that, sometimes you're blaming the child, I feel like. Yep. Like, it's not my fault I'm this big. No, we, we move we, we the kid. I remember in New Orleans, you know, if you was – you got two two eight year olds and one 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 forty five. The other one is uh you know fifty six. You know we move them up to the next level. But my and thing then, is 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 a, a, a part your positions. So you gonna have undersized ass linemen for a guy, a cat that's never gonna play linemen when he gets older. You know what I'm saying? It's a matter of learning that position that you're gonna play realistically as you get older. If you do yeah, it by weight. Yeah, and then you said to that hundred pound heavy ass kid fall on your arm and break break your child arm and your ass sitting in the AR pissed off as a motherfucker. Then <laughs> you have a different, different no. attitude. Nah, that ain't gonna be me. He should have been keep his head I, in the sun. When my nephew played, I was I was looking at that and like every game, some kid had to be helped off. That's when I just blame my child. Like, look, I told you eat your vegetables, but nah, right. you ain't wanna listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You don't want to eat this peanut butter jelly sandwich because you too fancy. Yeah, yeah, get that, get that weight up. Well, I, I was never worried about my nephew. I used to call him uh, CSI because you get there after the playoff. Stupid. Oh my god! That go CSI right there. Bump, bump. He ain't gonna come out here and support. Like I am support. Make me stop calling 
But yeah, man, it's a. Uh, I don't like I said, let them play in their their age bracket, because then you got kids that don't know what they're doing. It's out there just being big and clumsy. That's how people get hurt. You have them playing up, but they don't know what they're doing. They getting as lit up on the blind slide. So making boys tough it out. Especially since every uh especially when you get them coaches that's like they think they're Vince Lombardi out there. They're running Miami specials and all kinds of other little trick players getting cracked back blocks and all kinds of stuff. Just tearing them little kids up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, they be yeah. Junior uh Annexation of Puerto Rico. Annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, junior sports are getting a little the coach is a little bit extra, bro. Like uh when I was coaching the, the younger cats, like they out there for real. I remember this one dude for basketball. The kid was nice. He was like pretty much going all the buckets for this for <clears> that <throat> particular team. Every time he would do like a nice move and get a bucket, he would literally run on the on the field and pick the kid up and shit like not on the field, but on the court, pick the kid up. I'm like, dude, sit your He's being extra for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Just put on a, a show for everybody. So I don't know, man. There's a lot of a lot of coaches out there doing it for the wrong reason. They ain't developing the kids. They just trying to get their shine on it. See, that's how you get the coronavirus. <laughs> yep. Respect that man's face. It all ties in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That man's comments do not reflect on. <laughs> on the trophies and metal LLC. <laughs> Anywho, uh, they are doing their best to protect our. <laughs> we've been, uh, you know, we've been kind of lighthearted this whole episode, but uh, going to a serious topic. Um, Harvey Weinstein uh, was sentenced to what, 23 years, 26? Yes, 23. 23 years, uh, yeah, AKA, AKA Mr. Me Too. Um, so he got his time. I know his lawyer was saying something that, you know, anything over five years, he most likely die in jail. Well, nigga, that's what happens. Well, boo the hell hoo-hoo. Nigga, that's what happens. Well, um, he has another trial, trial in California, so he, I didn't know he's that. got more coming. Yeah. Oh, shit, so just add them years on to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've touched on this topic before um, with, uh, you know, sex offenders uh, in the past. Uh, uh, what's her name? What? Sheree Johnson. Uh, actress, she had posted something basically approaching Oprah asking, hey, are you going to give the victims the opportunity to share their stories about Harvey Weinstein like she did with R. Kelly and attempted to do with uh, Uncle Rush uh, Simmons? Uh, what, how y'all feel or what do you think Oprah's going to do with this situation? Do you think she's going to follow that that path like she did with R. Kelly, or she's gonna duck and hide. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell y'all this: due to the fact that me and Oprah share the same birthday, January 29th, that have a heartless. <laughs> she ain't gonna do shit. I'm gonna tell you that right now. She gonna at the end of the day, she gonna do what she wanna do. She might decide to do something. She may not, but it's gonna be what she wanna do. No more, no less. She's not gonna be forced or pressured to do anything. She ain't weak like Gail, ain't gonna mm-hmm. cave in, or none of that stuff. Oprah gonna do what she wanna do. 
at the end of the day. She know how to finesse people at the end of the day, no matter what, which she always do with these simple-minded heifers out here. So Oprah gonna just do what she gonna do. Should she do something against him? Yes, but at the end of the day, she not. Cause she, she's in her 60s and she's a billionaire. She don't mm -hmm. give a damn. And also you gotta look at too, Harvey Weinstein, his empire is just as big, if not bigger than Oprah's, with him being in jail. Yeah. Right. So, so it's, it, big, it's, it's, bigger than, it, it's bigger than Nino Brown. Yeah, he, he still got money coming in. He's still making money. So Oprah, for business purposes, We'll trade like, yeah. I, I think from from just a, a a journalistic standpoint, see what happens was what they do is whenever somebody gets accused or something happens, it's front page news. But then if it comes out and they find out the person is innocent, the retraction is on the back page of like yeah. number eight or something like that. So what I think she's going to do is. See how she was front and center about the art, you know, with the R. Kelly and the the, the uh, Russell Simmons. What's gonna happen is she she will probably fund a documentary, but it'd be like it, it's gonna drop like a Beyonce album, like at midnight, wow. <laughs> no, with nobody paying attention, like and this guy. Like, oh, see, I do have one. You yeah. know, when somebody say something about it, it's like nobody saw it. But I have it. That's not my fault. It was bad. Right. I can see that too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's uh, like we were saying in the past, it's like we kind of felt like Oprah, because her past experience that she was attacking black men in this in this particular case, as far as uh, sexual her, abuse. Yeah, those things she went through in her past. So people hurt people. Right. Yes. So we always wonder, like, for white offenders, are you going to do the same thing and have that same approach? So, like, like uh, Ed Ty King was saying, it's like she going to do what she want to do because she going to make a business decision instead of doing what most people feel would be right and exposing what happened. And you know, what I'm saying you went gun ho on R. Kelly and you're trying to do the same thing for Simmons, but that that fell through uh, and you had to pull out. But like you should call a spade a spade, regardless of what the money talk is but going I think to be. When it, when it comes to Oprah, she has that that white savior syndrome, where like her whole life, any black man made her she's rich. ever known, right, any black man she's ever known has always Heard done her. her something wrong. That's and right. the only man that has ever been nice to her was a white man. I forgot who the dude was that gave her her first shot, but right, that that's the true. First, the first act of kindness that actually uh, propelled her to something prosperous came from a white man. So but ain't that like, like the iceberg slim mentality? Right. Is, exactly. I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you. And then when you feel like you're about to break, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a heal your wounds. You know right. what I'm saying? And then that's when I know you're mine forever. Well, yeah. I, know, I think that's what it is with her. Well, didn't she, didn't she did, that, did it that long-term boyfriend of her, Stanley or some shit? Stedman. Oh, Stedman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, what yeah. about them? So, I mean, like, you know, how she how she going to talk about all this, you know, whatever, but you've been literally in a relationship situation. Yeah, I mean, with this man. Nah, but it's on her. That you ain't been... know, dude. That Stedman is just like this. Stedman plays, they play their role. There's something more behind that scene and stuff. Also, 
but Stepman just like this. Stepman just chills, play his role. He's like, you want me around? Cool. You know, I'll be around when you want me to be around. It's almost like oh, it's on like, her terms. Yeah, it's yeah. on her terms, and, and like our time shoot. together is our time together. Time, together. Our time apart is our time apart. Sean right. or or you drop a dick off. Pretty much. <laughs> well, of course he's doing that, but then shoot, it, I've heard. You know, you've heard people have heard that you know Oprah go both ways, probably things like that. It's been always thrown out there that too like she does like i said she basically she's a mystery because she's a true aquarius we don't tell you our business we just move how we move you well, just, I, I, I would say early in her career she was too ugly to move how she moved and then she just settled down with that dude and all of a sudden hey, she, you, no, as no, no, as your you know what you know what i'm gonna take that back when we had well you know what you got a point with that but remember now look at the chick that started the me too movement Okay, cool. But, but I'm just saying, like, you know. Not, this shit way worse than Oprah, nigga. So at least somebody was shooting a shot, at least messing around with Oprah Capetta. Like, this shit, like, ah, you like, really? Uh, I don't know, dog. Because I'll be looking at my 600-pound life, and all of them be having men, so. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. nobody like, wasn't knocking at all. Right. That's what I'm saying. So Oprah was getting some, so it wasn't like she wasn't struggling out here. And things like this. I never look at that hard, like struggling to just get attention. <laughs> so they everybody like everybody out here. So you know, you you go. I mean, how, you know, like you said, how many? If this was the '80s, yo. So how many big chicks you do got a show these, these, of their own? But big chicks were sucking the grits off that bone back in the day too. Ain't Dion Cole was talking about that? This is what we saying though. She had a skill set that worked to somebody was. That she caught their attention to be like, oh shit, she done fucked me up. I'm gonna get her a show. I I won't be surprised when all said and done, they're gonna come out with a show about Oprah, about her her other life. Oh no no no, that ain't gonna never happen. I can tell you that right. She ain't, right. Gonna, she ain't gonna let that happen. That ain't gonna never. She do. I just told you she, she had the same birthday as me. Man. She ain't nothing coming out, nigga, ever. She is calculating on and this is right. Two at the same time, quick. calling change of faces. Now nah, they ain't never coming out. Tyrone yeah. Burke, that's the the woman who founded the Me Too movement. Look that name up. What her name yeah. is? Tyrone Burke. Yeah, that's right. I've I've seen pictures. I didn't know what the name was. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, it just, it just, it just. Oh man, man, you know, I would like to say, <laughs> man, can that, that. <laughs> that none of this reflects. Hey, man. Any more transaction requires written permission. <laughs> we key stuff a buck around him, man. That's all. Yeah, we man. Do over That's here. her. <laughs> That's all we do over here. We just we, we call it like we see it, G. That's all we do. We like call it like we see it. Like she can suck the, the skin off of a of a of a church's chicken. <laughs> when Dionco says she you show up to the house on the booty call, you can you she got the, the, the oven ready to re reheat your food, you know what I'm saying? Get you comfortable in the chair. Let's just she got the nose for any type of job. That's all <laughs> breathe through the nose, nigga. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just saying. Jimmy is uncomfortable right now. Just ain't Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. What did I do? 
Why did I agree to this, to join this podcast today? Oh man! Tell all my just, feminists, be two moving people. Y'all cool with me? All right. <laughs> We're cool with them too. We ain't got no problems, but we just we just gonna keep it real. We it's like it is what it is. I mean, damn! If you all of, all you of y'all are beautiful black queens. I love <laughs> Nobody said nobody was like you can't find nobody. We said everybody got somebody in these streets now. Nah. <laughs> oh Jesus! Hey, hey, hey! Hey, ass and shit. Everybody got somebody. It's everybody got somebody. Shit. Everybody got a thing. Yeah. I mean, this so is. At this point, you know, you wish there was a time machine and if a dude who messed up over, you know, I, he need the bullet. You know, who you, who you, he, 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 he getting shot now. Don't, don't, don't do this to her. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, but that might have changed her whole career path. You know what I'm saying? A lot of players going down, though. Yeah. Because he... <laughs> nigga out there fucking uh, changing the timeline like fucking Flash and shit. <laughs> So that's all. So you know. So but I, we'll, nobody care about her. No. Oh my life! Where's the time stone when you need it? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this day though, Oprah be looking good on them covers though. These days though, I ain't gonna even fucking lie to you. Oprah be looking good on her covers of us, of her magazine as of lately though. So I ain't see here. Okay. Yeah. But how? But how can you look bad on your shit? She can't on this. Yeah, it could be. It could happen. But hey, it can't. Who the hell is that? Uh, same chick. <laughs> she look cute on here, doesn't she? No, the hell is she done? No. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna believe <laughs> over like old, old girl from uh, I'm gonna get you sucking. Like when she get home, she kick off one leg, pop out the eye. <laughs> she pop out the eye. <laughs> <laughs> like. Take a girdle off and her stomach just fold over, just hit the ground. Like, nah, man, I ain't buying it. She, she take off that, she take off that, that, that pretend bride go, oh, not alone. <laughs> she Rick Ross, this bitch. Huh? Not a long day. Hey, that, hey that, digital, that digital team putting in overtime, boy, on them pictures. You got that cigarette? What the fuck you doing? You eating ass today or something? <laughs> They got that George Lucas special effects going on. Right. Fucking the Star Wars shit in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jabba walkie looking ass. Fucking coming out looking like Princess Layla. <laughs> I, I, I would say baby. baby what the fuck? Baby D looks more softer than Oprah and Elgar right there. Who? <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Baby D. Big oh, baby D? Right. Yep. Looks softer than fucking them two right there. Mm. Damn. Oh man. Hey bro, on the slick though, bro. I look, I ain't never been one to, to not think Lady of Rage. Yeah, I know Lady Rage was cute, me personally. Yeah, she I, like, get to. I mean, like I said, you go you, you know, she was still cute, but hey, 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 you go tread lightly down me. She gonna manhandle you. Oh my she put your hands on you. <laughs> put your hands on you. That's your ass, nigga. Tread lightly now, but she was still cute. Now but from a from a you know a physical standpoint. I'll take Lady of Rage in that movie and that character 
over Oprah and Oprah. That's well, easy. Well, no, you look the cutest baby D, though. Like, I ain't gonna lie. So I saw her and I said, damn. That's baby, easy. Baby, kind of thick, though. That's you, act like you, make, you act like you're making a tough decision. Yeah, they don't got the money. I would do take. I, do I want cyanide or do I want apple juice? Digger over over right now. Right, right now. Rod digger, <laughs> Rod digger, nigga. Charlie Baltimore, nigga. He make an easy ass decision. <laughs> 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 okay, Charlie right. Baltimore and her red hair. Okay, that's uh, as 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 we go. So would you smash? I would take Queen Pin over Oprah. <laughs> right. Bahama <laughs> Deer. Juggling the balls, she the, she, the, uh, she the best sidekick since John Redcorn. <laughs> oh so, my god! A few people got that joke. Hell yeah! So yeah, uh, man. So now nah, that's the uh, no, nah, yeah. you, you, you can you can do her dirty. She ain't gonna sit up there and tell it all to everybody. Well, of course. Yeah, true that. Yeah, she she had pregnancies. She had family messing over. Don't expose family who's done it dirty. Like I told you, man, she, she me and her share the same birthday. That's why I relate to her. I understand her. I understand her ignorance and pain. Oh, but that's the thing, though. That's a difference. That's why I say Gail, because with with Gail, you might have to deal with a little bad press for a couple of weeks or whatever. But then the coronavirus comes through or something, you're done. <laughs> Oprah, you just disappear. Yeah, like you go disappear. You, yeah, you. Yeah, you just not here anymore. But see, but see, with Gail though, I, it's like, am I messing with her just to get to her finance dollar, Kirby? But we taking oh. the finances out of it. We take finances huh? out of it. We just, just strictly was between her and Oprah. That's it. It's Gail, Oprah. That is all the nuts. No, no more, no less to it. One weekend. No, 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 no. Look at this situation. You got a choice to make one weekend of. One <laughs> passionate headboard banging. <laughs> yeah, all on the walls. <laughs> right, exactly. This ain't no no lifetime situation. Right, right? that's we what I'm saying. It's no business out. decision. Damn. Oh yeah. It's just what you see on site. You at the bar that night. You at the bar that night. Y'all both the, the daughter not there. You you chopping up with both of them. You see, you vibing with them both, but you got to take only hey, one hey, of them. Hey, it's still over. It's still over. You you got to still. Over. I'm just saying, let's say one night you're chilling in Carlettes, right? 
And you see them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. And you see them two across the room. <laughs> Which one? You yeah, you got to pick one of them, man. You in a dark club, nigga. You you seeing enough. <clears throat> you, that, your oh, vision yeah. is blurry. Oh, yeah. You got to pick one. Nah, it's just still over. Still over. I feel you. Okay. I'm going to respect it. I'm okay, respect it. We're going to respect yeah. it now. We gave you all yeah. these different scenarios. You still want roll. We, we respect it. Mm-hmm. That's why shit, Kobe we all in our 40s now. Shit, it don't matter no more. Shit, we we done. We will yeah, survive. That's mama mentality right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's dedication. All right, we're coming up on a 10-minute warning. Well, actually, 9-minute warning. So uh, let's get into the wrap-up. I think this has been a... Uh, I think we all got cabin fever, so we're just cutting up today. Uh, uh, it's probably factual. Jimmy Robichaud, uh last words, what you got on your end, how you enjoy the podcast, uh, to, to loosen up loosen up the tie, step inside the boot? Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, I, I, I thought it was going to be a nice change. Uh, you know, I, I got a hall pass today, you know, so I can – you know, I don't have to be as, as, as strenuous and, and as articulate as I possibly can. You know, I can <clears throat> kind of just say what I want on certain things. You know, I ain't got to worry about whether or not you know, my 80-year-old auntie listening to nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't none of them know me. So, hey, you know, when I see, when I see the Bears ball, and she like, hey, was that you on that? No, that was... <laughs> <laughs> my name Jerry. That that guy there was Jimmy. Like I don't know him. So you know, but it was a nice change of pace, especially having um other people to talk to. Cause my my podcast is more of a I guess an informative type podcast where, you know, I take certain topics and I try to elaborate on them and try to um I guess just where uh bring more awareness to certain topics and certain situations that I feel like is just going on and dealing with <clears throat> whether it's dealing with just being a, a a black person in the world or just in America in general it's just kind of like sometimes you have to kind of look at certain things and, and take a closer look at them to make sure that you know they're not really trying to pull that wall over your eyes like they're doing uh showing you something in their right hand they're doing something over there with their left, you know. So sometimes you just have to take a closer look to certain things. Yeah, that's what's up. Appreciate you coming through and uh, bringing the hoodie. Appreciate and the, y'all for having me, man. And that dirty ass Saints hat. <laughs> Go Titans! Hey, look, <laughs> you're overpaid. You're overpaid today. I think we did overpay, but we will say that for the next podcast when we go over the free agent signings. Uh, Tony Love. Last words for you. Uh, what, what I learned today is, you know, the man who violated Toronto Berg, founder of Me Too movement, needs to be shot back in time. We need to go back and develop that. And uh, the flux capacitor or whatever. Yeah, flux capacitor. He, he needs to be found and shot. Like, you know, you go back and you want to you want to kill Hitler. You want to go back and, and there's a lot of things, a lot of wrongs you want to correct. Back in time, this is one of those times. Like, dude, no. Let this one go. Promise, I promise you. Trust me. (laughs) 
Hey, truth be told, though, one second, I don't mean to interrupt, but, like, if y'all ever do, I really have a, a, a real deep dive conspiracy theory on just feminist and the feminist movement and how it really got started and why it got started. So if y'all ever do a show like that, man, uh, invite me back on for that one, because I, I really have a, a real theory on that and how, you know, how that, that's kind of destroying the black community on, on, on that movement. Yeah, I think you kind of said some things on that. On on the episode, you kind of like touched on it, but not. Yeah. I I can tell knowing you, I know when there's certain topics that you talk about, and you kind of cut yourself off, and I know you want to say more. So yeah, yeah. I think I know and where you're going. Like, yeah, that's that sounds like my you and Ty King. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like my um. Yeah, that sounds like my Florida Evans Oprah Winfrey um theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Close to it. Close to it. So yeah, we, we can more definitely Florida Evans in these streets than Oprahs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ed King, last words on your end? Um, I'm just bracing myself for set me up for failure Monday. That's all. No more, no less. <laughs> the struggle is real. Uh, Raheem Goodell with S-Curl. I'll say, uh, uh, ladies, wash your hands and, and goggle your mouth before you give uh, Dick and Bo, you know, Dick and Bo job today or tomorrow. Think about the team, not just yourself. <laughs> I think my team. I think my team. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know. Uh, I guess you know. We probably can say that he's a uh, always welcome back whenever you feel like it. So definitely, I will concur with that. This was very, this was very entertaining and fun. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, Jimmy from Lucher, Louisiana, Lucher. Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great to have you here. Hey, Tony. Hey, this the this the funny part though. <laughs> On campus, he was like one of maybe five people from Lutcher in Lafayette. So that nigga name was Lutcher, like because he was the only cool person. I was, the, I was the only one that actually claimed Lutcher. Everybody else, they were like, oh, you from, oh, man, I'm from New Orleans. Or, I'm from the player. I'm from the, nah, fuck that. I'm from Lutcher. Like, I ain't about to sit up here. You the first thing you going to ask me is, the first thing you going to ask me is, well, where you from? Oh, I'm from New Orleans. The second question that you ask, and everybody know where that. Where you from? What high, what high school you went to? Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. yeah. I'm from New Orleans, but I went to Lutcher High School. Like That shit don't match up. <laughs> don't match up at all. So. <laughs> Man, but, look, I'm from, the, I'm from the city, man. I'm from the city. What high school you went to? Astrahan. <laughs> but see, that's the problem I used to have because, but I have these other ignorant motherfuckers to back me up is, and I'll be like, I was born in the city. And they'd be like, well, what high school you went to? I went to East St. John. Nigga, you ain't from the city. Well, these other ignorant motherfuckers I hang with, yeah, I'm from the fucking city. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So once hey. they meet the whole crew, like, nigga, yeah. That's another thing from people from New Orleans. Why y'all all got two high schools? What you mean? I got one. Oh, most cats did bounce up different. Now I just that is true. Yeah, my brother yeah. went to three. I, I went to, yeah. yeah, I just yeah. went to Abelson. I went from freshman to senior. I only went to, but a lot of people did go to two. I know a lot of cats went to two schools. My brother went. to yeah. three. my sister went to four. My my sister went to four high schools. Yeah, like like that. be stuff like that. They'd be like, "What high school you went to?" Well, from ninth to tenth grade, I went. To, uh, I went to Abram, but then you know we moved, so you know I, I moved to, to the windmill. So you know I, I went to Saint All for like my eleventh, twelfth grade year. You know, but. Yeah. Yeah. My brother and sister went from 
what Warren Easton to A to Dusterhan. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, that's a good point. Because yeah, EJ, EJ went to like three. He went to like Sarah Tim. Nah, he went to 35. Not no, EJ, I mean said. I'm talking about said. That's what I meant to say. Oh, yes. Said, yeah. He did do three. So yeah, he did Seton. Didn't he do Seton? Uh, Redeemer Seton and uh, Redeemer. He went to Redeemer. He went Sarah T. Reed oh, and then Reed. Said, oh. No, Reed. No, Sarah T. Reed is. Yeah, he did go to Reed. You all correct. Yeah. He did go to Reed. Yeah, yeah, he did three. Yeah, it just happens like that in the city, man. Everybody, I know too many people, you know, started and finished here and all that. Nah, I was like, A from start to finish. So my ignorance is all deep and real. Consistent uh, across my, the board. My sister did. My sister did uh, eighth and ninth at St. Mary's. Uh, most of uh, tenth grade at Cabrini. Then uh, she got kicked out Cabrini. Went to two months at some school in Kenna, and then finished <laughs> the rest of us in at eight. At eight. Craziness. All right, we got less than a minute, so uh, all I got is, in the words of Reading Odell, wash your damn hands. Uh, Stay out of foolishness. Make sure your job's in your home, work from home. And uh, we'll be back next week with more foolishness. And uh, Jimmy definitely will be back uh, to and add in. Don't into go this. over the balls in your mouth. Make sure you use Listerine. Yep. There you go. There kill you that, go. Kill that bacteria. <laughs> with the church, say amen. <laughs> amen. Okay. Right. Later, Before fellas. Quarantine baby boomers. Quarantine baby boomers. That's what's going to happen in 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a good call. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of our babies coming at the time. And, and Corona names, Corona Alicia. <laughs>